0: and welcome back to Birthday Skin. Hello, hello. How are you, Ames? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm very well, thanks. We might have some very confused listeners because it's a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we release our episodes on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a brand new little mini-series that we're going to be doing called Discovery. Uh, and basically, this is our chance to um, shout about some little brands Uh, that we really like, uh, that you might not have heard of, and just kind of get those brands slightly more under the radar to, um, I guess, be on your radar.
1: Yeah.
0: On my radar, on my radar. Sorry, Britney Spears. Is that the Britney song? Yeah.
1: Got you on my radar, got you on my radar, got you on my radar.
0: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Britney is here. Really underrated Britney song, that. It's great. I used to love it. Um, anyway, these episodes are sponsored and we will always make sure that we make you aware that they are sponsored. Um, but I think by now you all know that we, um, do it to make sure that uh, there's smaller brands that are getting the limelight as well, because we know that it's quite hard to sometimes find out about these brands if you don't follow them on Instagram and that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. we're here to help. Yeah. We just want to shine the spotlight on them really, Mm -hmm. don't we? Like
1: you deserve this.
0: Yeah, they do. Well
1: done. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, this episode, as per the title, um, has been sponsored by Mm Plenair, and we are going to take the next kind of 20 minutes or so to uh, learn a little bit about who they are, what their brand message is, um, what their products are, and we're even going to have a little mini interview with the founder, Namrata. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shall we start? Let's. Well, Ames, let me tell you about who plein air are. Please do. For I'm any of... to sit back and relax. <laughs> um, for any of those who may have taken A-level French, you will know that plein air means in the open air. It's actually like a painting technique, but plein air means in the open air in French, um, which is something that I know Namrata had um, kind of... She'd basically had this vision of a brand um, while she was working for another brand, but let me go from the very beginning. Um, So essentially... um, Second time, sorry. Oh, God. I've said it again. Sorry, guys. Essentially, Mm -hmm. just to take a shot of water... Um, so the CEO and founder Namrata Kamdar had been working um, within the beauty industry, but on more on the marketing side, um, and really found a passion point in understanding the way that consumers thought and and bought products, and really getting to know the audience of these specific brands. Um, and when she fell pregnant with her daughter, she actually got um, endocrine disorder, and I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Endocrine. endocrine. think that's right um and that can come in a form of different um problems so it could be diabetes there's a long list of them um but basically one of her symptoms was that she got really dry skin and hair um and there was a few other problems that she had that were slightly more internal in terms of the way that she felt and her emotions but she started to do a little bit of research into um what she could do to try and soothe the problems that she was having um and she within her research started to understand a bit about endocrine disruptors um and if you don't know what endocrine disruptor is, it's basically um like a chemical that when it's used or ingested can affect directly affect our hormones and um, which can actually have really bad damaging effects to our health i mean i don't want to scare you um but we all know that if your body can't get rid of toxins and it can manifest itself in tumours or in unhealthy blood and that kind of thing, I'm not gonna say scary words, but um, if you are ill and you have um, kind of, I guess, come into using endocrine disruptors, whether it's through skincare, whether it's through something that you've ingested, it can be really bad for you. And she started working for a baby care brand So obviously, it was really important that the um, chemicals that they used and the fragrances that they used and all that kind of thing were clean. Um, And off the back of learning all of this from her own problems, but also for this baby care brand, she started to understand what actually should be happening throughout the beauty industry, but no one was really paying attention to it. Um, So Plenaire was basically born after understanding all of this um, kind of research that she'd done and realized that she needed to create products that were like a bit of a testament to the shifts in the way that we viewed health and wellness so yeah plein air means in the clean air and it's kind of the way that she likes to view like a fresh open and um airy I guess approach to skincare which I feel is like a really nice authentic way to get your brand across, do you know what I mean? Like a, mm. It's nice to know that interesting somebody... story,
1: isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's nice to know that somebody cares and has done the research rather than just bunging stuff together because it looks nice and people might want to buy it, you know?
1: Yeah. It's such a fitting brand, isn't it, to mm. be our first... 100%. ...in the Discovery series mm-hmm. because we want to promote brands that have an actual story behind them. Yeah. Like you said, not a brand that's just put something together because it looks nice or it smells nice or they want profit. Like this genuinely has such a strong message and story behind it yeah which you know gives you that familiarity with the brand which is nice i mean do you want to chat about the brand message james
0: i'm going to hand over
1: to you now the brand message is something that like it kind of screams to a lot of people really doesn't it and i'd Mm. say it starts talking about young people yeah i would say that we're young
0: We fit into Mm. this. I don't know. I'm closer to 30 than
1: I am 20. You're in the over 25s category on X Factor and I'm not. So I'd say maybe this is more aimed at me. No offense. Mm. So yeah, it goes on to say that like young people just have such a strong awareness of the currency of image. Oh my God. It's so important. Like
0: if you think about it, when we grew up, we didn't have Instagram. We didn't have social media. It wasn't a thing. Like I still remember life before it. Like- I remember being in sixth form and being like, sorry, maybe I'll get a Twitter account. Yeah. But we just had no idea how much
1: things would change. It just fits so, like, without even thinking, it's so in people's daily routines, isn't it? So, like, the brand message again goes on to say that, like, social media, Instagram, Snapchat means that, like, young people can, well, they have access to, like, the favorite brands, celebrities influencers mm, and they yeah. can just so easily just go on the phone and like look and check what's I happening i feel like they are an inspo and yeah. yeah so it's like this will create the illusion of familiarity i feel like i've said that twice now that word <laughs> and, like it's something <laughs> that i've not had to say in such a long time <laughs> but yeah so you'll get the familiarity access and proximity to to like the brand or the platform or the yeah. person which great whatever hmm but it also means that like there's quite a lot of pressure to live up to these yeah. lifestyles. Like the pressure is higher than ever before. Like yeah. if you're a young person and you're looking at what this influencer's doing, you're yeah. gonna feel you just you're just gonna wanna live up to that, aren't you? But yeah. like or you're gonna use that as your inspo. Yeah.
0: And I mean, like all these Instagram filters and stuff. I know that Instagram was supposed to stop these like plastic surgery filters. I mean, they're kind of funny because I look like an alien and I'm 20 nearly 27, so I know better. But there's a lot of young people that I mean, Alex, my boyfriend, had um was chatting to somebody and it was a an aesthetician um that did like fillers and that kind of thing. And the aesthetician said, people come with pictures of themselves with a filter on and say, I want to look like that. Oh my God. How damaging is that, yeah, that to is. people? Like, it's just horrendous. And I think uh, the thing I like about plan air is that they're very aware of that, but they don't try and change it. They just try to help people and that generation to embrace what they have and mm. feel better in themselves for what they're doing. Yeah, um, it's such a nice message. Yeah, it is. And I just feel like there's no need to kind of hide the fact that that's the generation that we're living in and that's what we have to deal with but if we can do something that's for us and makes us feel really nice as normal people like going through day-to-day life then I really like that but the rose jelly cleanser oh oh my god beautiful isn't it so I mean I don't know why but I don't get that excited about cleansers but when I use this one I honestly felt so glowy after. And it was almost like, you know, when you get your skin, um, when you get like a facial mm. and afterwards your skin just feels different in like a weird, you, I don't can't really put my finger mm. on why. Um, but I
1: felt like I'd had a facial. It was amazing. You know what? Like the product itself is amazing. But the look of it as well, like oh God, I, I love so like the packaging she says in this. This a little interview, doesn't she? Like she just mm-hmm. wanted to keep it simple, but oh my God, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. I, I, I don't it. know why,
0: but I expected there to be little black beads in it. Cause on the packaging, it's like mm. um, the cleanser is pink, but then on the outside, it's a clear bottle with black dots on it. And when I put, when I like put it on my hand, I was like, where are the black dots? And I was like, oh my God, you are so stupid. It's literally the packaging. <laughs> you stupid girl. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's leave it up to the gal who knows everything about Planair, which is Namrata, the CEO and founder. So let's um, just play our interview with her. Mm-hmm. This is Namrata Kamdar, the CEO and founder of Plenair. Um Enjoy. Yeah. Take it away, Ernie. Namrata, thank you so much for joining
2: us. You're welcome. I'm so excited to be here.
0: So, can you tell us a little bit about um like the motivations behind starting Planair because I know you had um like quite a different upbringing to what, well, especially what me and Amy had anyway. Um so what what was the main thing that really drove you to create Planair as a brand and, and to make your products?
2: I mean, I think people have very personal reasons for creating brands uh through their motivations and experiences in life. And, you know, for me, the reason Planair needed to exist became pretty obvious from the minute we started having conversations. Um, so much has changed in the external environment today from the time that I was young, specifically in beauty. And I could sense, um, you know, when we did, we did a lot of social listening and and research with young people when we started the brand. So I could sense that while so many categories had reflected the change, you know, music, retail, fashion, technology, even food, for some reason, the beauty industry seemed a bit old school, like it had values that seemed to come from uh, a place that was a bit stuck in the past. Um, you know, we talked to women and they said uh, they felt that a lot of beauty brands were patronizing them, um, that they were offering them very basic ingredients and childish ideologies that they had out, you know, outgrown. Um, a lot of them talked about beauty myths that were hard to believe. Um, and so what was very evident was that young people had so much knowledge and their attitudes towards beauty were changing dramatically. And so probably the brands that I grew up with just weren't relevant anymore to them. Um, The other thing we saw was that the market was very, very polarized. So you had a lot of very functional brands, you know, kind of I call them problem solution brands, which are very rational. And it's all about, you know, acne is the problem, your skin is the problem, we're going to provide you the solution. Or on the other side, um, brands that promoted this idea of your sexuality and beauty being a tool to achieve appreciation from the opposite sex. But nobody was really focusing on that bit in the middle, which you know is where we came in. This idea that um, emotional well-being can be a route to achieve beauty and vice versa. Um, so that was really important. Um, I think with Planair really... At the heart of everything we do is this idea that emotional well-being for young people is extremely important. And in fact, they're living a life where their um, emotional anxiety around beauty is at you know, at very much at a boiling point. Um, And so I think Planaire is about creating a different conversation, about getting people to think of beauty more as a tool of self-discovery, um, of self-care certainly and that's very reflective of the young women and how they're shopping the category they're really today when they're buying a skincare brand they're really focusing on a more holistic experience and uh, it's it's this idea of using skincare to really invest in yourself um, and also to be present and really enjoy the moment and all of that is is kind of baked into into plein air
0: yeah and I think that's something that both me and Amy can kind mm-hmm. of relate to I definitely had um, like a troubled skincare history as it as it were. And it's more of you view it as something that's going to help you feel better rather than something that is going to be a product on the shelf or something to put on Instagram. Um, or it definitely was when I was younger. Um, but what do you want people to feel when they um, are, are investing in some plein air skincare? Because I know that you're very kind of uh, conscious of the environment and you you try really hard to make sure that the products that you're creating are super kind of earth friendly.
2: And I think it all comes back to how you feel about yourself. Um, it's really interesting listening to you talk about your skincare journey because I think every single person we spoke to when we started doing our research has had a similar incident from their past or when they were younger that still continues to affect them as an adult i was speaking to a photographer and he said to me he suffered from terrible acne as as um as a, an adolescent and even now as a fully grown adult he still feels scarred emotionally from that time he he said that he felt excluded um he felt he wasn't clean in some way or or, or good enough and um and i think that is is where we want to be we want to be in that conversation around being there for yourself uh support in all of these different uh emotional journeys that are related to skin care i think that's relevant at any age but clearly when you're younger and less sure of yourself it becomes incredibly important i think many of the people we spoke to said, you know, they don't have acne, but they use a lot of stuff that's labeled acne. Um, you know, they they do their skincare in a bit of a hurry. Uh, it doesn't smell particularly good. It's not very pleasurable to use. And I think those are all things that we've addressed when creating the brand. We wanted to create products that were truly pleasurable to use. You could reach for them again and again. You felt engaged in the process while you were actually using them. Um, all five senses were engaged and you felt present and uh you felt like you were looking after yourself uh and investing in yourself like we talked about before. And I think um as far as ingredients are concerned, I, I don't um I don't think we have an approach which is that different from many brands today. I think we knew that our customer was very clear about, um, using more clean ingredients. So she was buying more clean beauty. So we certainly stay away from anything that has, you know, a known links to toxicity or has been linked to any kind of controversial ingredient. We, our preservative systems are very, um, you know, uh, up to date and modern, um, Our customer also is living a much more plant-based life. So we didn't see the need to put in anything in terms of animal-based ingredients. So we are, of course, vegan and and cruelty-free. But I think a lot of this is very much going to become the norm as, as we move on. And it's certainly these are values that are important to the future skincare user. I don't think they will make us exceptional. But I think what will absolutely differentiate us and make us successful longer term is not our ingredients, but it's really this idea of emotional support and pleasure. So creating truly beautiful uh, products that are pleasurable in use, that engage you in the process of looking after yourself so you can care for yourself in a different way and are um, you know well-designed, uh, made with a lot of integrity, um, looking at materials that are better for the environment and that are still nice enough to reach for again and again. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, And I know this is something that me and Amy were talking about before. When Mm -hmm. you build a skincare brand, I imagine it's really hard to try and put yourself in the shoes of somebody who's kind of looking for some new skincare. Um, But in terms of if you had all of your products on a shelf and you walked past them, And you were like, oh, this looks like an interesting brand. Like, I'm going to try this. Which one do you think that you personally would head towards first to pick off the shelf and be like your
2: introductory product to plein air? It's quite hard for me to choose because we created the range intentionally to be very capsule. Um, But I think the ones that seem to be the most popular are the Tripler 3-in-1 Exfoliating Clay and the Rose Jelly Hydrating Cleanser. Now, with the Tripler, it's it's great because it's a really hardworking, multitasking product. So people love to travel with it. And it's that one product that it, you can use it all the time. And you get a lot of benefits from the product because it starts out as a mask and it's a clay mask. It's a creamy clay mask that sort of um, with the addition of water, it kind of becomes a wash and then it ends as an exfoliant. So you have kind of the three states in there which seems to be something that people are really looking for these days, multitasking products. And then of course the rose jelly, which is just, it's a very lush product. It's, it's, it feels great on your face. It's very light, it's transparent. It's very pleasing to the eye. Um, It has a very gentle, clean floral fragrance, which, you know, people love that fragrance. Um, And with rose jelly, as, as, as we developed the product, we saw that we had a fundamental consumer problem. We heard from so many women that taking off their makeup seemed to be a bit of a chore and really it wasn't something that they were looking forward to. There was also a lot of guilt associated around not taking off your makeup well. It was kind of seen as like fundamentally breaking the rules of skincare a little bit and there seemed to be judgment attached to it. We we seemed to watch endless footage of women removing their makeup where they were being really quite harsh with their skin, which is like, you know, if you talk to a dermatologist, they'll tell you that Um, the last thing you want to do is use uh, really harsh materials like a wipe or really scrub or tug at your face with hot water. Whereas we saw a lot of people doing that. And, and, you know, it all comes back to these sort of, to me, subliminal messages of self-harm that are like, you know, the harsher you are to yourself, the more it's going to work. Or, you know, like, this is the price of beauty, unless you're tough with your skin, you're not going to get a result, which is, you know, so untrue. So we said, you know, how can we create a product that sends a totally different message that sends this message about being kind to yourself, you know, um, and how can we find a technology that involves no scrubbing, no tugging at all? So what we found was a beautiful gel base, which came from the sugar beet plant, and sugar is a natural antiseptic. And then we added in rose water, which you know is such a timeless ingredient, but also rose water is linked to feelings of positivity and is a natural mood enhancer. Of course, we wanted it to be safe for eyes, be able to remove waterproof makeup, work with eyelash extensions, all things that were like priorities to this young woman when it came to makeup removal. So we added Added that in. Uh, but the most important thing is it had this little ritual of self-care attached to it, which was like giving yourself a massage, taking time to rub it in and using then um, we created these really beautiful hemp uh, flannels to wipe away the product very gently. Rose jelly also is intended to be a more water efficient cleanser. It just needs a few drops of water to be used very effectively, which again was I think a priority, and will continue to be a priority for the future skincare user. Um, you know, it's just one of those essential products that when you're younger and you're beginning to experiment with makeup, you absolutely need to have. Like, I'd want my daughter to have this in her routine when she started, you know, using makeup, and 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 kind of look forward to using it every night when she went to bed. Um, rose jelly really is like rose tinted glasses for your skin. I, I I so enjoy using it every single time I do, and you know, that's kind of the point of that whole whole product and our range
0: yeah and you i think again like something that me and amy have always spoken about is like how do you even make a cleanser like how do you make a product
1: where's the starting point yeah
0: so like when you knew that you wanted to obviously create a cleanser um in terms of like being vegan and cruelty free do you ever think that maybe that would have set you back a little bit in in what you could do because i'm aware that you're automatically kind of Crossing a load of boxes that of products and ingredients that you can't use um so no, yeah we're just play. interested to know if what you have um produced is what you
2: originally set out to make or if it's slightly different so first of all that's a really great question did we have to compromise i i don't think we did uh, luckily one of the best things about creating products in this country and in the european union is that there seems to be an existing culture of formulating in a more modern way, and by that I mean formulating with cleaner ingredients. Um, I mean, we've had some of the most commercially successful clean beauty brands coming out of the UK. Um, So, you know, not whether it's not relying on mineral oil or using more modern preservative systems, obviously things like being cruelty free, which has been banned here in Europe for a really long time. It's kind of almost taken for granted. Um, for us we had access to amazing cosmetic formulators uh who, which is perhaps a real competitive advantage um i do know that it's harder to find this outside the uk or like in the us for example i mean there've always been little challenges like finding a plant-based glycerin or alternatives to say beeswax so you know for the skin frosting mask we had to find a wax that was plant-based but still gave you that good uh skin feel that comes from typically comes from a beeswax. But you know, whenever I went to my formulator, who is really incredible, she never backed down from the challenge. In fact, she almost it was like she'd done it before a million times, which is why, you know, I love working with her. I think we use a lot of reliable and trusted ingredients with Planair, like nothing too trendy or gimmicky. It's a very classical range. And, you know, like we're thinking about cannabis now, like we're almost waiting for it to be like less of a trend (laughs) to see if it has staying power before we make a move, like what would be the most authentic grade of that material and the best way to present that to our customer. I think fragrance is another minefield. I would say developing a distinctive set of notes for um, a skincare range is Perhaps one of the biggest challenges, you know, having done this a few times where, again, we were very grateful to work with an amazing perfumer who understood the challenges of uh, creating a fragrance for facial skincare and how that's different from hair care or fine fragrance. Um, And as we know, the use of fragrances is becoming rather controversial in skincare anyway, with people, you know, a lot of the time opting for fragrance-free. However, you know, the use of fragrance is very deliberate. And we created a a fragrance that was perfectly appropriate for even sensitive skin. Um, The most important thing was that our customer was saying she didn't want an overwhelming fragrance, but that she absolutely wanted to feel an emotional connection with the product she was using. and that definitely came through fragrance. I mean, I think we all have that fragrance that we grew up with in love. You know, I remember my mom always wore L'Air du by Nina Ricci, and then like in the 90s, it was Tresor. For me, the smell of Naksima still takes me back to being 16. And I think as much as we're trying to move forward with plein air, we also tend to look back at things like in in line with what we're seeing happening in like art and culture and um, fashion anyway. I think it's all about moving forward, but also looking back a little Um, and being a brand about well-being. uh, We wanted to create something that could engage you with all five senses. So that was the priority. And therefore, fragrance-free perhaps wouldn't have been the right choice. It might have been too clinical. So, I mean, yeah, we had lots of challenges with, with ingredients and decisions like that. But, you know, they were all good problems to have in a way.
0: Well, thank you so much, Namrata. It's been so amazing to speak to you, um, and I'm sure a lot of people will really enjoy having heard what you have to say about your brand, Planair. So thank you so much, and um, we shall speak to you soon.
2: No, thank you so much for taking the time and for expressing an interest uh, about Planair. It's absolutely my pleasure to talk to you both. And also, I know you're such engaged skincare users yourself, so I, you know, I'm really looking forward to... to um, you know sending you some product and seeing what you think and
1: hopefully having a fun air moment oh my god isn't she great i just it's just so nice what a nice brand i know she's so sweet she had so and... much time to talk about it didn't she like mm-hmm. absolutely loves it which yeah. is so nice to see such a passion behind it
0: yeah 100 percent. i think like we said at the start it's nice to see a brand, I think skincare is a thing at mm. the minute and I think it has been for the last couple of years and it seems to be something that people are jumping on board with and like all these memes that are like, oh, nobody, me, do you want to hear my 700 step skincare routine? Literally. And I feel like there's a lot of brands that, or there's a lot of people and maybe businesses that try and take advantage of the trend mm-hmm. and just create something to put it out there because Absolutely, they know it's going to yeah. sell. Whereas brands like plan air that actually have a really strong message and a, a really strong um ethos behind it is just the type of thing that you want to be investing in and i really like them Me we too. haven't tried all of the products um but i can vouch for the rose jelly cleanser i love it yeah it's and really nice. honestly i do not get excited about a cleanser here so. she is getting excited about a cleanser <laughs> here she is um so yeah thank you so much namrata um for jumping on a call with us um and chatting to us for a little while. Uh, of course this episode has been sponsored by air but we want to use Discovery as um not a money maker not a sellout, but something where you can discover new brands that you might not have heard of before. So uh yeah, I'm a big fan of Planair. Me too. I like them a lot. Me
1: too. let us know if you invest. Yes, please or check do. Them out or just even give them a follow. Mm-hmm. If you like the sound of them which i don't know why you wouldn't <laughs> then let us know your thoughts amazing well ames i bid you farewell goodbye